I'm Alexander for the Interzone Network. I want to tell you about newest sponsor, Cross Grand. They're here for all your needs. Videography, photography, weddings, corporate events. Give them a call, 314-719-6593. 314-719-6593. That's Cross Grand, located in the Dutch Town neighborhood. Sometimes you got to cross the street. You might have to cross Grand. This is In The Zone. Uh, because it takes all of us, right? And again, they're doing a lot of great stuff. They, yeah, some of them make bonehead mistakes, but <laughs> also when you do good, you deserve to get applauded. So that's why I started my Do Good Award, and I love awarding someone or organization each and every week. Right on, Kelsey. I appreciate you doing things like that. Hey, you know, in leading the way. I love it. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. And props to you all, too, for just a wonderful platform. I love coming on this show, and I hope St. Louis knows what they got in you. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide, Connecticut is in the zone. This is it. Ah, city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In the Zone Network. Palmer Alexander, the living legend, K-I-L. One L and the kid, but kid still kills. Joining me on our celebrity line, sponsored by Cafe Piazza, is one of my media brothers out there, Michael Lyle Jr. for New England Public Radio. He is also a voiceover actor. He's an actor himself. He has a movie coming out. Uh, I'm glad he's joining us this afternoon. How you doing, brother? Brother, it's good to be back with y'all. Um, I'm happy to be back. It's been a crazy time for everybody, myself included, but it's good to be back with y'all, and I'm glad that we're seeing things changing for the better in terms of our political landscape. You so, know, we'll take that. You know something, too, uh, you know, full, full transparency, because that's what we do, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, third time's a charm, right? You know, you know, getting this interview done, right? You know, just like with Joe Biden, right? Third time's a charm, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I know last Saturday was a crazy time because once that story broke, that body said, one, man, I was already in the middle of doing something, but then the entire shift, the, the entire day shifted. It went from being just doing the five-hour shift to being 14 hours. So... I was pretty much man in the mic all afternoon last weekend, and especially into the night hours when they made their speeches, because that was my job. So yeah. as I was talking off air, it was a fun time to be on that in that situation. Uh, I didn't feel the effect of a fortune hour shift because I was having too much fun. <laughs> I guess that's what makes the job so much fun. Was when you have happy moments like that, you really don't feel the stress of being on that in that situation. But we got through it, and here we are. You are a industry vet. Uh, you mentor a lot of people across the country. Uh, I want to get you to reflect for a second. Just reflect over the last, let's say, 10 months, right, of the stories that you've had to cover uh, from, from, from Kobe Bryant, right, uh, to the impeachment and then to the election. And this year not even over yet. Uh, have you had a t- chance to kind of reflect or you just still kind of still in the moment? You know, it, it's been a lot. And I think the dominant thing has been COVID, obviously. And then the second thing would be the social injustice protests with everything that's happened since May with George Floyd and even before that. So I haven't had a chance to really reflect on what's happened because it's still in November. I still think that after what we've seen in 2020, 
we don't know what's going to happen next. You hate to think that way, but because of this year being so crazy as it is, we would just like to just get out of 2020 without any more major issues or any major incidents. But right now, we're still in the middle of a pandemic that's not going away anytime soon. So it looks like it's going to carry over until the new year. Yeah. Until we get until we get that until we get that squared away. That's the story. It's COVID. When you're doing your updates and you you have to do the COVID updates and it's it's right there in our face. We we talk about it every day. It's in the news. Uh, does does fatigue set in for for you as well? Because you are the bearer of bad news sometimes. It tends to spell, it tends to occasionally. Um, it also depends on the nature of the day and also the nature of the stories I'm covering because sometimes the stories hit you because we are human and sometimes those kinds of stories can make you feel a little emotional to where you don't want to talk about that on the air but that's your job that you signed up for so you have to support these situations and these instances of where the news is not always great uh, and it does take a toll at some point because you feel like you're relieved to get it out but then the afternoon is that oh I just went through that and it just hit me because I wasn't feeling it until now and it's a human nature story too. It's like anybody would be feeling the effects of a story of that nature, no matter if you're a reporter or if you're just somebody who just does another profession. If you are sensitive to that kind of stuff, it's gonna bother you. And it has happened a few times to me already. You know, I've noticed, I've noticed a lot of anchors, <clears throat> excuse me, I noticed a lot of anchors extremely emotional on the air. Um, you know, Don Lemon and, and Anderson Cooper, for e- example. I mean, uh, mood because of this election. And I, I just, this is my opinion. I just feel that some Americans are really starting to really grasp what democracy is or what it's about because, because it's, it, it's been threatened and, and it's being threatened right now, you know? Right. It is being threatened because, unfortunately, the transition of power has not been a peaceful one. The guy that's in charge right now has yet to succeed, and it seems like it's not going to happen until we get to January, the way this is playing out. The guy's not going to leave until it's time for the inauguration of President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. And this has been one of the issues with this environment in 2020. It's like, the election's over, but we're still talking about the guy that's in charge, and he's just refusing to say he lost. He's taking this thing to court. It's going to play out in the court. So far, he's not even winning in the court. So we're just sitting here wondering how much longer he's going to carry this thing out until he's actually told for certain that um, you lost and that's it. So you have to check out now. There's no more President Trump. It's now Vice President Kamala and it's now President Biden. So, and that's, that story itself has just been taxing in a sense because you thought the election was one thing. But now that we know the results, we got to go to this next phase. Right. And until we get this phase out the way, who knows? I mean, we're hoping that this will end sooner than later. But well, as I said earlier, this is 2020, man. So many things have happened. This is probably another one of those crazy moments of this year that we've had that's been crazy as itself. Right, right. Joining me on our Celebrity Land, sponsored by Cafe Piazza, is Michael Lyle Jr., uh, you can listen to him on the air on New England Public Radio. He also is a great voiceover artist, actor, uh, professor. I forgot to throw that in at, at Quinnipiac. I mean, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I tell Kelsey Nicole Nelson, she's the hardest working individual in radio and in and, 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 and media, pardon me. 
And I mean, likewise, I think it's contagious with that NABJ people. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, brother? We take pride and we love what we do for a living, man, because we know that any day it could all come to an end. And given the nature of this environment, you see what's been happening. People are not as fortunate right now to be working, let alone a job or two jobs, because of the fact that COVID has really hit this economy hard and people are able not able to find work or being laid off. Especially in our industry, we've had layoffs in major uh, major corporations. ESPN went through a period. Um, iHeart went through a period recently. So you look at the stuff that we're doing, man, we never take it for granted because we think it could be one of us one of these days. We pray to God it's not, but we look at it and say, just thankfully we got this and it may be a lot to deal with, but I'd rather us be working heavily than not. And right. I'll take that any day of the week. Right, right. So uh, the voiceover work, uh, you do some great work. Um, I just, you know, just shout you out, especially the work that you do on Kelsey Cole Nelson's show. So how'd that, how'd that collaboration come together? Well, Kelsey and I met five years ago, actually, on Facebook. And she reached out to me, sent me a request. We started talking. And uh, at the time, I was actually working for the University of Hartford women's basketball team covering their games on the radio. And the team plays in the conference, the America East, and there was a game coming up in uh, Baltimore at UMBC. So Kelsey happened to be from that area, so I felt that this would be a way of trying to introduce myself in person. Since we were doing the virtual communication thing, I said, okay, I'm coming down there for a game. I invited her and her sister and her parents to come see the game and meet me and, and talk about being her mentor. And she enjoyed it. Unfortunately, the team that I was covering, Hartford, lost that game, but she had a great time. And ever since, it's just been a bond that, um, you know, there's been some, uh, you know, you're always going to have trials and tribulations, but we all had to pay our dues and she certainly yeah. had to pay her dues. And you see what she's doing now with the work with the Washington football team. That's something that she really had to work heavily for to get. And um, with the show she's doing now, is listening in with KNN, she's still doing a great job with that. We just stay in touch. I think the thing is that we communicate what about about what we do. And I think, again, we take pride and we love what we do. And I think, like you said, that's contagious. Because when it rubs off on somebody what you do and it seems like it's a, it's a lingering effect, it usually shows that you're, it's manifesting and it's making others motivate them to work just as hard, too. You know what I mean? So right. keeping that positivity going. Somebody sees you doing it, they want to do it, and then it's like, it's contagious. Right, right, right. And and, 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 and listen, I think that um, it, it spreads, especially, you know, uh, in 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 our uh, in our media circle, as as we col- we collaborate and we keep each other uh, uplifted, and and man, I think that just really uh, really dope to see how media has trans uh, has transformed, and so many of us, you know, in different regions of the country, but we 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 find this way to come together and keep each other uplifted. Man, I just think that's real dope. I agree. And as I've always said, man, it's about making sure we all get a slice of that pie. We all got to eat and have a seat at that table. Um, one thing that we got to remember is that we all try to win together and we should be wanting to win together. And that's the way it always should be. Not everybody thinks that way. I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate that there's all there's some that just have that selfish mindset. They just don't want to share that wealth. I have no reason to not want to share the wealth because I've been doing this for 22 and a half years. So I look at it as if I could be as a support system for somebody else that wants to be in this position, like yourself or like Kelsey or whoever else may want to be in this position, I'm here to help out. Now, I can only lead you but so far to the door. Eventually, you got to do some work to get yourself in there. Right. I can help you get there, but then it's ultimately going to be your decision what you do once you get there. 
Right. So. Right. So, so Mike, let me let me ask you about the movie, man. You got you got a movie that's, that that you're in. It's getting ready to come out soon. I like you to tell our listeners uh, about how you landed the role, and, and I know I know the anticipation is building for the release. Man, this thing is going to be something special because for one, yes, it's my first film. Um, I didn't even realize it was going to be as popular as it's becoming now because the trailer's out there. People have been really excited about the trailer since it came out last month. The movie's about a man who's trying to make decisions in life that he has to juggle so many different choices that he's made over the years. He's got a family to take care of. He's got responsibilities. He's also had some skeletons in his closet. I'm part of those skeletons he's had to dealt with over the years. And as you saw in the trailer, there's a climax scene in there. I won't say what happened. You saw what happened, but I won't tell you what happened. <laughs> what you saw. I'm not going to play spoilers all the way through. I didn't get punched in the face, but I can tell you that I'm not going to get killed. I'll say that. But the movie itself, man, is like a crime drama. It's a crime drama. It was still exclusively in Springfield here in New England. And the director, his name is Stephen Six Josie. He's been part of the industry for over 30 years. So we met at a uh, NABJ function locally up here. He came to our function. He asked me, hey, so what would you want? How would you feel about doing the movie? I said, me being in the movie? He said, yeah. I said, I'm a radio broadcaster, man. I'm not a movie star. He said, you know what, though, man? You would be perfect for this role. It's give you something to try different, something out, try something different. Uh, it might, you know, you have fun with it. You never see where it might lead you. So I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And believe it or not, the role was really powerful. I mean, I felt, you know, playing the bad guy in movies, I feel like it's also good therapy. <laughs> you get to unleash all your anger on somebody that doesn't deserve it. When you're going through your own personal issues, you get that time to unleash all this negative vitriol on somebody, but it's not their fault. But I have found that to be a relief because everybody on the set said, wow, you play that role pretty well. I said, really? Uh, I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm just, you know, I'm just acting, but I guess they say art does imitate life, right? <laughs> so, so I'm playing a quick adventure in this movie called Safe Fly. Um, it's coming out April of 2021. It was amazing how we got this done in three months in the pandemic. Normally, he said the director said he gets movies done in four days. But we had to meet every other weekend to get the shots done because we were shooting at different locations around Springfield. And that's what allowed this thing to last three months, but we still got it done. So now they're in the editing stage. You saw the trailers now. They're getting ready to put this thing together. Distribution's about to start up soon. And then once we get that done, April of 2021 is when it hit the theaters. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, right before it come out, we got to have you back on, man, to talk about the movie again, man. I think that's, again, man, big, big, big shots out for doing that, man, for real. Uh, you know, I, I tell everybody this. It's, it's great. I appreciate it. It's a blessing to be doing this kind of stuff, and I'm happy, and I love it. At the end of the day, though, man, I'm just doing what I do, and that's all there is to it. I don't have to, I don't have to flex. I'm just happy to be allowed to be doing all this work, man. I just find it crazy that so many things are happening while we're in the middle of a pandemic. I just find myself asking, well, damn, how is it I'm doing all this work and still surviving and we're in the middle of a pandemic that's taking people out of here and people out of work? Sometimes you just got to just step back and just say to yourself, I'm blessed. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And so, you're blessed, too. Y'all blessed, too, to be doing this show right now because I'm sure y'all got a lot of going on out there in St. Louis these days, so... Yeah. I don't think there's anything different than what's going on here in New England. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. No doubt about that, man. Hey, let, let, let me ask you this, man. So so what, what gets Michael Lyle Jr. in the zone, man? 
getting on that airwaves, man. It's getting on the air. When that on air light comes on, that's where I'm going to go because that's just time to do my job. I got to go do the news. I got to report what's going on in our communities. I got to handle my business. I have five minutes or maybe two minutes or whatever the case may be to do my job and then get off the air. That's when people are in their cars or at home or on their phones listening to me because that's what they want to hear. They want to know what's going on, and that's my job. Deliver the news and keep it moving. All right, Michael, what is the best way to keep up with you? You got me on Twitter and also on Instagram at Lyle Multimedia. That's where you can find me. And you can also find me on my Facebook page, but you can find me mostly on Twitter and Instagram at Lyle Multimedia. I'm on those two platforms a lot. All right, brother. Thank you so much, man. Uh, hey, get back to work, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A man's job is never done because even today, as we are in the, as the show goes on, I'm still doing work because this is the way it is, man. I got it. This is my job. This is my lifestyle. I work as a radio man. I, I mean, listen, the business is where it's at. Now, everybody's falling back, so you got one guy doing all the work, and you got people that are calling out and whatever case, so I'm being called in and do other shifts. I'm like, okay, well, all I know is just make sure to check his cash. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to check his cash, and then we'll be good. Right on, right on, bro, man. Hey, we would definitely be in touch, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Hey, you know, it was a great time, brother. Thanks for having me on, and I'm looking forward to doing this again. Y'all stay safe out there, all right? All right, no doubt. That is the voice of Michael Lyle Jr. He is a friend of the network. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. This is Mike Lyle Jr., news anchor and reporter based in Connecticut for New England Public Radio and WTIC. You're In The Zone. I'm Alexander for the Inner Zone Network. I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Cafe Piazza. They're located at 1900 Arsenal. They have a happy hour where you get buy one, get one 50% off on all items of equal or lesser value. They also have large pizza, beer, and wine. All cash tips go to furloughed employees. That's at Cafe Piazza. Give them a call, 314-343-0294. They also do delivery and curbside pickup. And on the weekend, their brunch is open. Get yourself some bottomless mimosas, Bloody Marys, breakfast pizza, a la carte, all at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal. That is Cafe Piazza, 314-343-0294. 314-343-0294 and a thank you for your business.